Welcome to Your Money, God's Way, a financial podcast that's based on biblical teachings. And the goal of this podcast is to educate the masses on finances, but not finances from a worldly standpoint, but finances from a biblical standpoint. We we really dive deep into the Bible and we look at what's God's way in dealing with money. And I feel like that is the most lucrative way that is the most effective way to deal with money and this episode is based on stewardship the name of this episode is financial stewardship so before we go ahead and dive deep into this podcast and we talk about stewardship we have to look at what financial stewardship really means and what does financial stewardship mean it means to manage to supervise, to be in charge of something, to have responsibility over something, to keep something in order. That's what financial stewardship means. And the reason why I want to give you guys the meaning of what stewardship means is because while we're going through this podcast, you'll have a better understanding of what I'm talking about. It's one thing to just throw a word out there and for you guys to like kind of understand what it means. And it's another thing to actually know what the meaning, the definition is of the word so that when I'm actually talking about the principles of stewardship and the things that go along with stewardship, that you have a deeper understanding of it. And the things that I'm talking about, the points that I'm making really connect. So in this case of stewardship, we're talking about finances. We're talking about money. We're talking about possessions that are valuable. We're talking about that sort of stuff, right? We're talking about wealth. And when it comes down to wealth and money, I just want to first share my story when it comes to financial stewardship and jumping into my story. I always understood that you should manage your money properly. I always understood that you shouldn't spend or waste your money, but I didn't really have anyone to teach me exactly how to do those things. So when I got my first job, it was actually at a law firm as an office assistant. And I used to make pretty good money there. And literally what I would do with my money, I would just go out after I got paid. And yes, I would pay the bills that I had to pay. And, you know, after that, I would go to the mall and I would splurge on material things. I would go and buy a whole bunch of Jordans and man, I had so many sneakers, different colors and because I really didn't have direction when it came to money. I really did not have direction. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought that, okay, money is to be spent. So as soon as I got it, there it goes out the window and I literally spent money on anything I could spend money on. And at the end of the day, I had nothing to show for it. 
You see, at that point in my life, I knew what stewardship was, kind of, sort of, but I wasn't participating in the stewardship game. I was literally just spending money just to spend money. It was like I had a feeling where I just wanted to go out and spend some money and I would go spend my money. And if I knew what I knew now, what I knew back then, I would be in a way better position in my life. But I did not know these things. And that's why I talked about in the first episode that there's a text that says my people perish because of their lack of knowledge. And that's what was happening to me. The fact that I didn't educate myself on what to do with the money when I got the money is the fact that I put myself in a tough position at the end of the day. And I even had a boss that that wanted me to open up a investment portfolio. And he asked me, all I needed was $300. In my mind, I was like, oh, investments. That's that's cool. You know, I don't really know what how to invest. But, I mean, if you're going to help me, you seem like someone successful. So why not do it? So I literally gave him the $300 that he told me all I needed was to open it. And I didn't really, I kind of knew how to log into the account to check it out and look at it and everything. And I saw that it was accumulating slowly but surely. Uh, but at the end of the day, after I left that, had left that job and, you know, went on to different ventures, I didn't understand what was going on with it. So I took the money out, took the money out and I spent it because I didn't, I wasn't educated. I wasn't educated on what was going on with that investment. Another thing I was doing when I got my first official job in my mind was my first official job was that I wasn't giving any money. You know, I wasn't tithing. Um, I wasn't giving to any charities. I wasn't giving, period. Like, once my money came into my pocket, it stopped with me. And the only place it would go out of my pocket was when I was spending it on something that didn't need to be spent it on. And I knew and heard about all the things about if you give, you will receive and all this stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't something that I internalized, honestly. You know, there is a law that if you give, you will receive. Whatever you sow, you will reap. Right? So if you're sowing nothing, you're not going to reap anything. And it's funny because honestly... When I was going through that point in my life, I felt like there was always something happening that I had to spend my money on. Like the car would break down or some bill will show up out of nowhere that I had to spend money on. Like the fact that I was just not practicing proper money management, everything was going wrong with my finances. The fact that I wasn't giving I wasn't being a cheerful giver. I would always come up against Murphy's Law. Anything that can happen will happen. And anything that could happen did happen. I swear to you not. I kid you not. Like, I could not keep money in my pocket. And I want to share this Bible verse with you guys. It's found in 1 Corinthians thirteen eleven, And it says, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. 
I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. So literally, that's what started to happen with me. I decided, you know, there's something that I don't know. And because I've seen other people prospering in the area of their finances and I wasn't prospering. So I had to look at myself and do an evaluation and say, look, what I'm currently doing is not working for me. So I need to change my beliefs around money. The number one thing I had to learn was that my finances weren't my finances. They were God's finances. Why? Because God gave me the talent. He gave me the strength to wake up in the morning. He gave me the air that I breathe to keep my heart pumping. He also gave me the mind that I have to come up with the ideas that I need or to problem solve when I'm doing a task. He gave me all those things. And all those things, when brought together, help me to earn an income. So it really isn't my money, it's God's money. And what I had to learn was, I had to be a better steward of God's money. Luke 16 verse 10 to 12 says, Whoever can be trusted with small things can also be trusted with big things. Whoever is dishonest with little things will also be dishonest with big things too. If you cannot be trusted with worldly riches, you will not be trusted with true riches. And if you cannot be trusted with things that belong to someone else, you will not be given anything of your own. So what does that really mean? It means that people out here, they want things. They want more income. They want a better position in their job. They want a better car. They want a bigger house. They want wealth. They want to prosper. But they have not been good stewards of what they already have. If you want a car, but you're not even taking care of the car you have. Like literally you can't put your feet on the ground because you have so much trash in the car that you have already. And you want a brand new car. You want to be blessed with a brand new car. It makes no sense. Why would God give you a new car if you can't even take care of the car he gave you already? Why would he give you a new car so you can trash that car too? Why would God give you a big house if you can't even keep your current living space clean? Why would you get more money? Why would God trust you with more riches, more wealth, more finances if you always blowing the money that you he already gave you? And there's nothing, there's no fruitfulness coming from the money he already gave you. You're not giving the money away or, or blessing others with the money. You're blowing the money. Why would he, why would he trust you with more? You got to really think about that. If you really think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Like, okay, I'm not really taking care of what I already have. Why would I be given more to not take care of the more as well? Now, when I'm saying that, I'm also talking about my past self because that's how I was dealing with things. Like, I wanted to increase in my finances. I wanted to increase in my wealth. I wanted a better car. I wanted to have a nice living space. I wanted those things, but 
the actions that I was taking with the things that I already have, the way I was treating what God already had gave me wasn't one to say that, hey, I can be trusted with whatever you give me. Whatever you give me, I will multiply and bless others with it. That's not what I was doing. I was doing the complete opposite. And I'm telling you right now, whoever whoever you are that is listening to me on this podcast, that if you want to increase in your wealth, if you want a better car, if you want a better house, if you want to improve the quality of your life, you have to take the initial steps First, you got to make sure that everything that you currently have, you're taking the best care of it. You got to make sure that your money, you're doing the best you can do with the money, with your money management. You're not blowing the money that God gave you. You're giving a portion of it. You're, you're using your resources to its fullest potential. And at that point, that's when you'll be trusted with more. I, I kid you not. I swear. Whenever I give, whenever I do the best with what God has given me, I swear that I'm always get, getting more. This is why the story of the talents is so profound. Because when the master left, he gave all of his serv- all three of his servants, he gave them money. Right? He gave the first servant five talents, the second servant two talents, the last servant one talent. When he came back, the first servant had 10 talents. The second servant had four talents. The last servant had the same amount of money that he gave him. So he was he was confused and he's asking him, what did you do with what I given you? He did not maximize what he was given. He dug it up and buried it. And the first two servants, we should live our lives to be more like them that whatever we have we want to maximize it whatever we have we want to use it to the fullest potential that it was given to us not dig it up and bury it and if you do that if you maximize everything you're giving if you maximize your finances you don't waste it you don't squander what you you were blessed with. If you maximize your talents, the ability that God gave you, if you're not just if if you decide to get up off that couch and do something. Do something that will help others. Do something that is adding value to other people's lives. If you would just maximize the things that God blessed you with then your life will be so much better. You'll be so much happier. So that's the episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you learned something. If this podcast added value to your life, I want to challenge you to share it with somebody in your life that you believe could get something from it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to reach out if you have any questions or anything you would like me to talk about when it comes to finances. And that's a wrap. Until next time. (laughs) 